0: How bad is Titans? It's kind of everything wrong with the DC movies. And, like, that doesn't inherently mean it's the worst thing they've ever made. Uh Uh-huh. But it's, like, all the same mistakes, like you saw Batman vs. Superman and Suicide Squad and even kind of Man of Steel. All the mistakes they made, this kind of makes. But I was like, if I throw that into as a topic, that's just me yelling about it, and I did that on Twitter this weekend.
1: It's okay to yell into the microphone, just let them hear you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Hello, super friends, and welcome to Nerds for Normal People, the podcast bringing nerd culture to a normal world. I am your master of the geekly arts, Daniel Dunstan. With me to discuss the latest in nerd news, I have my good friends,
1: Bill Sheehy. I'm first today? Yes! Thank you, thank you, thank you. Happy to be back and uh, ready to talk something that's not Star Wars and maybe some James Gunn.
0: Ah, okay. okay. Giving away topics already, this is what happens when uh, I make tease. you first. It's a tease.
1: Give, <laughs> give the people what they want.
0: And we also are joined by Chris Tomlin.
2: Hello, nice to be here.
0: Thank you for having me. Why, thank you. I love your music, by the way. <laughs> yeah, well, I <I'm> <laughs>
2: just for you. Uh,
0: jokes Chris has never heard before. Yeah,
2: exactly. I'm well aware my music lifts you up on Eagle Wings.
3: And we also have joining us David Hood. As always, I'm glad to be back. Glad
0: to have you. All right, so as Bill hinted, let's kick off with the news regarding James Gunn. God, Bill, fucking uh, spoilers. <laughs> Dude.
2: I knew this was coming. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go. This, this <laughs> is a
1: spoiler free okay, intro. Bye, for bye the guys. Podcast. Okay, cool. It was fun. Thank you so much for
3: having me. All right, bye bye. <laughs> Nobody no. tried to get past this by making me go last, and I still got in there. <laughs> David, I just can't get past you again. No, I'm, I'm just a huge uh. asshole.
1: <laughs> can confirm, big if true.
0: <laughs> well, well, speaking of big if true, and it looks like it is true, uh, according to multiple outlets, James Gunn is in talks with DC to write with the option to direct... Suicide Squad 2. Now, Gunn was fired a few months back from Disney after some old tweets of his regained some public spotlight and it was less than flattering for the usually family-friendly company. So after that, Guardians 3 got put on hold indefinitely. A lot of the cast released a statement very publicly supporting him, but Disney stood by their decision and so it looks like he has now picked up and will direct will probably write and direct Suicide Squad 2. What do we think of that?
2: I think it'd be great. I mean, I hate to see him leave Disney, but with with what he did for Guardians, I mean, look, I mean, I think Suicide Squad might even suit his sensibilities even more. So, mm-hmm. uh, I think it'll be fun.
3: After su- the first Suicide Squad, I can't see it getting worse.
2: Yeah. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah.
1: And it feels like this is the type of thing that he does really really well. I think like Chris was saying earlier, but doesn't he he's still getting credit for Guardians 3, right? Like they're using his script. Is am I, am I wrong on that? Um they've not confirmed whether or not they're using his script.
0: Because the other thing is, given the situation with which they had gotten rid of, the, the situation with which they had fired him, it might be equally bad to continue using his script. Like, the thing is, because you hear that a lot in movies, like when Flash changed directors all, oh, I don't know, a thousand times, every time they're like, well, we're keeping the old script, and then the next thing you hear is like, we're reworking the script, because every director wants to put their own spin on it.
1: Well, and... It would have been filming now, too. So, I mean, like, it, it makes sense that they, like, they, they, I don't know. I I feel like just Gunn is perfectly suited for them. Mm-hmm.
0: Especially if you look at some of his earlier work, DC would probably let him go, I wouldn't think to an R rating, but they'd let him go a little darker than what he might have been able to do with Guardians. Mm-hmm. And you could look at something, again, it probably won't be an R, but he's done stuff with uh, the movies Super and even before that Slither and he has a more unique sensibility that could
3: mm-hmm.
0: could fit the Suicide Squad quite well and they've already said it's not necessarily a direct sequel he will have his own yeah, take on it yeah
1: that's really kind of confusing to me though because like we were talking about this before we started recording but the all the stuff that's happening with the Joaquin Phoenix Joker where that placement is on top of this stuff, where mm-hmm. it, it might not be a direct sequel, it might not take place in the timeline. We, I mean, it's still kind of too early to like to really know all the facts and all that. But it just, I keep as excited I am for uh, for Gunn to do this. At the same time, it, it just keeps on adding to like the whole dynamic that DC has no idea what they're doing and they're just kind of just doing whatever, kind of reacting to what people want or think they think what people want. While Marvel has like a as a slate of movies and has a plan,
0: Marvel has a roadmap, and they're yeah. still they're still trying to figure theirs out. Mm-hmm. I will say, having something to do your own take with Suicide Squad works because mm-hmm. the easiest solution around that is you change up the cast, and mm-hmm. it makes sense because oh well, now it's a team of different villains. But I- the core principle is the same. But maybe you keep. Will Smith and Margot Robbie. You have, and, you have to. People yeah. would go crazy if you didn't.
1: Those, are the only, those were the only parts of Suicide Squad that worked to me, and I think the mm-hmm. general audience, like they agree with that. And so I, I'm it, not
2: even sure you have to keep Will Smith, but you will. You, you have to yeah. keep Margot Robbie. I mean, they'll keep yeah. Will Smith if, as long as you'll do it, but mm-hmm. um, you have to keep her.
0: Well, there's also supposedly the Joker and Harley movie and the Gotham City mm-hmm. Sirens or Birds of Prey movie, mm-hmm. They've not confirmed sort of which one that's leaning towards. That would also feature Margot Robbie's Harley Quinn mm-hmm. and the Joker and Harley movie, which supposedly has the opening scene of her and Joker kidnapping Doctor Phil for bad because of
1: bad relationship. Can we advice. just cancel that movie? Like, yeah, I, I'm okay I, if we just I'm cancel okay that with, movie. Like with with the the Birds of Prey movie, but that just. They, who, I remember a while ago they described it as, like, This Is Us meets Bad Santa. Yes, and, I saw yes. that too.
2: No! Yeah.
1: Th- those things do not go together at all. And if you're going to do something like that, you're going to get a, uh, just a mess like Suicide Squad was. Probably even
2: worse. And no one's asking for it. Yeah. That's that's the bigger issue to me. It's, like, it's just like the new Joaquin Phoenix Joker movie. Again, no one's asking for this stuff. Why don't you focus your efforts on things that people seem to be wanting... Instead of just saying, "Well, we already got this character in the bag, let's just do more of that, or let's do a weird vanity piece with Joaquin Phoenix.
1: They're just mm-hmm. like they're just flo- uh, throwing things at the wall and seeing what's sticking, because we know Wonder Woman two's coming, or 1984, whatever they're calling it. Yep. Aquaman, people seem to like Aquaman. and so Aquaman's movie, we'll see how well that does. But other than that, they're just like just seeing what's sticking at this point.
0: Well, don't forget about Shazam. Oh, yeah. and, and
1: I'm they're... excited about Shazam. Shazam looks really, really good. I'm excited about Shazam too.
2: I'm okay on Shazam. <laughs> My jury's out. Look, I, look. Do I think that it's great? DC is doing something different than mm-hmm. everything they do that I hate. Yes. Uh, do I think that it looks amazing? Uh, it looks fun. I mean, we'll have to see. I like. I like everything about. I like the elements of it for sure.
3: I don't have enough trust in DC just to go see it on like opening night. I, I'm i going to wait for reviews on that. Yeah,
2: I'm yeah. with you.
1: Plus, we we don't even have a... Supposedly, we don't have a Batman or a Superman right now. Right? Yes. It's, it's kind of hard to have a whole universe that's centered around... well, That's the most important characters yeah. in the universe. We don't that, even have actors behind them at this that point. That came
0: out in the news today where it's like they delayed Flash again. Mm-hmm. And they've said like they have no open projects with Henry Cavill or Ben Affleck as... Batman or, or Superman or Batman, respectively. Which I think, though, because a lot of people are also using the whole thing of they're waiting, supposedly, to see how the script turns out for Flash, and that's why they're delaying it. I think the main thing is they are delaying everything until Aquaman. Yeah. Because they want to see how that performs, and if they can keep going. <laughs> Like, it kind of is weird that, oh, their fate might be determined by Aquaman.
1: I've kind of got in in everything I've seen, they've released that five-minute whatever trailer of it a couple weeks ago, uh, or last week, whenever. Uh, I, I can't remember. But it looks good. Like, mm-hmm. that's the thing that's... But they could just be showing the good, like, the best five minutes of it, and then just it, it looks decent, but, like, we'll see. I'm... Uh, it, I don't uh, know what to think at this point.
0: My, my thing is... Maybe I'm just more jaded now, but Mm -hmm. I'm like, it looks fine. I was not one of the people who was overly impressed by uh, Jason Momoa Mm -hmm. as Aquaman. And it's because he just felt like kind of a Thor knockoff Mm -hmm. in Justice League. And they're kind of leaning into that a lot. And eh. there is is one thing, though, because you have... The fierce loyalty of Dave Bautista. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, that's crazy, isn't it? Dave
0: Bautista has been, of all the Guardians cast, the most vocal. Mm-hmm. And he has even threatened that like, he won't do the movie unless James Gunn is directing it. Which, oh, it, this is like when it- you had... Uh, What's his face from the Fast and Furious movie saying like? Well, I won't keep doing these if you keep the Rock, and you're like, they're Vin going Diesel? to keep the no, Rock. It was, uh, no, it was Vin um, Diesel.
3: It was Tyrese. Uh,
2: Tyrese, yeah, yeah. No, I, this this Batista stuff is so much that like, I would be concerned to have him in the movie for fear that he would either sandbag it or tank it on purpose. Like, I don't, I don't oh, think uh-huh. you're getting a hundred percent.
1: Yeah,
0: a hundred percent. That that's something, and he's even. He even retweeted the thing about James Gunn getting the Suicide Squad 2 job, Mm -hmm. and he was just like, he was saying, where do I sign up? And you're like, he is actively trying to switch to the other side.
1: How how funny would it be if in, like, if they, like, in Avengers 4, at the end of it, like, everybody comes back that was turned to dust, (laughs) except for Drax. They're like, but, like, they're like, you can, everybody's back, except for Drax. He's... Uh, he's He's gonna stay he's gonna stay to Ash. Or
0: you have another thing where they're like, everyone's come back, but some of us have changed, and it's just a different actor's <laughs> tracks.
1: <laughs> oh, <God>. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. Like <laughs> I don't know if you want to have somebody else play him though, because I I'm not like he he's not like I don't think he's like synonymous with the character. I think somebody else could do it, but it would be a little weird to me. I don't know.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can't. I, 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 I think that Disney and Marvel are too smart to have somebody come in and play that role. I think they're too smart to switch actors on the same character. Because, yeah. because they know that you can't fully invest in the character if it's not the original character. I can't think. Well, I, mean, I can't think of a single time in pop culture that's happened.
3: Well, I mean, uh, well, road Rody, Machine. Roadie, and yeah, uh, was there an... No- Oh, Rody, and like, an example an, from it, the Marvel universe. But people also I don't know so. though.
2: That I don't think the war machine completely I, I mean like for me, like I don't see it as the same character. You know, well, I mean but, well, the
3: whole thing about the difference between Rody and Drax is Drax is a main character in the Guardians, where Rody's a backup to Iron Man. Oh, well, uh, one
0: like, one quite one side mark there, uh Hulk. Yeah, true Yeah. <laughs> Like, the Ruffalo both of those yeah. actors that play them now okay, are like there was a nobody
1: no- else sees Terrence Howard or Edward Norton as the Hulk or War Machine. It's Don Cheadle's War Machine and uh, Mark Ruffalo is Hulk. So I mean, yeah. like, but that they only had one movie. But uh, then this is as opposed to Dave Bautista who has Guardians One, Two, then uh, Infinity War, and people like Draxon. And, uh, and I don't know. He- it's, it's, it is different.
0: And he has already confirmed he's in Avengers four. Mm-hmm. No one knows if he was supposed to because at this point, who knows why Batista's doing anything? Yeah,
1: it wouldn't surprise me if like people have always make fun of Mark Ruffalo and Tom Holland for like spoiling big big parts of the movie. <laughs> what if Dave Batista just goes on Jimmy Kimmel like before the movie comes out and just like gives plot for like a plot point after plot point? Or like, okay, here's what happens: Tony Stark, it's time travel. They're in the quantum it- realm. It what else do you
0: want to know? It won't be Kimmel because Kimmel is ABC, yeah. which is owned by Disney. But he, I, he will just like Instagram out pages of the script he'll, by the time this is done. He'll go
1: on a podcast beforehand and just like <laughs> hey,
3: Dave Bautista, Bautista. If, if you if need a podcast, you, yeah.
1: If you want to spoil uh, the next uh, Avengers movie, come on on. You know, I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll sit one. I'll set this one out, and you can come and take my spot and just talk everything. <laughs> Talk all
0: about it, if, yeah. Get everything out. We we can. Uh, we'll go ahead and like be like, yeah, we're all in for Suicide Squad 2 with mm-hmm. Dave Batista as King Shark. I don't know, King Shark. <laughs> <laughs> what what villain do you think he would best play in
1: Suicide Squad? I you know I heard people like on on Collider and all these other YouTube channels that I watched about uh, who he could play. And I, I don't know why, but Lobo was the one that came to mind, where I felt, thought that like he was kind of... He'd be good. I think that's the the natural fit for him, uh, as far as DC characters go. Just because, you know, people at all... I think before, they suggested, like they or they had some like kind of art with Jason Momoa as Lobo, and that worked really well, but he's your Aquaman, so I think, why not? <laughs> You've got some a, a good actor and someone who can play that kind
3: of role. Was Lobo why ever not? a Suicide Squad member? We'll make him. No.
2: Hey, come on, guys. Come on, guys. Let's just let him be the Joker. Everybody else gets to be. Yeah.
3: Yeah. (laughs) Dave Batista's Joker. Good God. It's nothing but Drax playing the Joker. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Dave Batista's Joker is the Joker from the end of
1: Arkham Asylum, where he gets super
0: ripped. (laughs) Oh,
1: the one that no one likes. Good. The reason reason everybody hates uh, hates the ending of that game. Exactly. Because, like, it just turns into a fist fight with the Joker. <laughs> and they're like, well,
0: he's no match for Batman, so we'll make him super buff. Oh, boy. <laughs> How could that go I, wrong? I would love it if just every actor now got to make their own interpretation of the Joker.
2: They should just do an Into the Joker-verse movie and let yeah. every actor do the, be the Joker. And then we'll all be done. We'll all be. have our fill of the Joker. We'll have seen how everybody does it, and everybody's spin mm-hmm. on it. It'll be amazing. And then we'll pick our favorite, and that person gets to be the Joker.
1: Mine would be the Ray Romano Joker. I just feel like that's the one that really kind of, he would knock it out of the park.
3: <laughs> you want to know I got these scars? <laughs> 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 that's a <be> good Ray Romano <laughs> impression.
1: That
0: is solid. That is Thank good. you. I would say Thomas Middleditch, simply so we could (laughs) keep the same uh, joke we have going at work of, he is basically just Noah.
1: (laughs) Oh, God, yeah, I see it.
0: (laughs) Like, even mannerisms, go watch any of our Noah talk sports, and then watch, like, a scene from Silicon Valley. (laughs) I, I also saw something of, like, people going, like, oh, does James Gunn joining Suicide Squad 2 mean Jared Leto's not
1: going to be there because yeah. he once accused Jared Leto of being a pedophile? Yeah, you... That's some serious beef right there. So, I, I'm not... And I'm, I'm kind of... I'm kind of sick of Jared Leto anyway. <laughs> so, like, yep. I don't think that that's... I'm not against that, especially <laughs> if stuff like that is true. Um So... It, it, yeah, get him away from it. I think he's. So, I, you know, the, he the people talked about how his, uh, like his method acting before. He was giving used condoms to people and giving like people rats his presents, and he really got into it. And then he was kind of like in fifteen minutes of it after he put in all that work. Uh, and he wasn't just, even that good. Yeah, like that's right. my
0: thing. Is he he did all that stuff. He made his entire cast uncomfortable. And then
2: like you see his performance and you're like, "Meh." Like you almost wonder if he thought his role was going to be much bigger because mm-hmm. that probably they looked embarrassing because like yeah, all that mm-hmm. stuff you read and then he's barely in it. It's like I bet he thought he was a much bigger deal in this movie than he well, ended up being. What
3: you don't well, when you, when know is you... that the Suicide Squad DVD release has like, two hours of Joker mm. films that were never used. Mm.
2: <laughs> that's
3: that's sad, but pretty accurate, actually. So, was it just, was his stuff just
1: so bad that they couldn't put it in it, or what, what, what was the deal with I, that? I think they had just a
0: whole giant <clears throat> Joker subplot where he was basically the villain, mm-hmm. but then they still wanted to do the Enchantress, so they just cut... Most of his stuff out.
1: I think that would have been a better movie. Honestly, oh, I would much
2: rather watch him as the main villain than Enchantress. Yeah, I mean that that villain that was my big um, Daniel. We've talked about this. My yeah. biggest problem with Suicide Squad is that the villain makes no sense at all.
1: Mm-hmm. N- not one bit. Nope. Zero, and it's. Uh, it's just another big blue light in the sky that everybody has
2: to go in and
1: save the day. And,
2: it, it, and, and then she turns a bunch of humans into monsters that, by all accounts, seem to be more easily disposed of than actual humans. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: I mean, you're not wrong. Those guys seem to break pretty easily. They don't put up much of a fight at all. I mean, the putties from... Power Rangers seemed a little tougher. (laughs) Ooh, ouch. Hey, those... They're
1: they're hard, trust me. (laughs) I don't
0: know if I want to
3: touch
1: on that. David, (laughs) (laughs) I don't think we've met in person, so maybe when we do, I may have to uh, take it outside. and. (laughs) They'll,
0: a... they'll just, trust me, you, you don't want to do
1: that. Okay. As don't. someone who has met David, and <sighs> you in real life. <laughs> what, am I not intimidating enough? No. Okay, good. <laughs> You, You are not. That alpha male energy that I thought I was giving off is I, uh, I need to, I need to work on, it. I might be a little bigger than you. Okay, cool. Awesome. Perfect. <laughs>
0: so any is there anything you all want to see maybe in a James Gunn suicide squad 2?
3: or to be actually funny
2: yeah yeah not
3: not not just ironically funny like actually <laughs> funny
2: I would like to see I would like to be see it be actually I mean this is gonna sound grim. I would like to see it be actually violent and actually funny like i I like movie. that's such a fine tr- tightrope to tread. Mm-hmm. But I think James Gunn can do it because I've seen him do genuinely violent movies, and I've seen him mm-hmm. make genuinely funny movies. So I don't see why he couldn't pull it off.
3: Well, I mm-hmm. mean, doesn't Guardians of the Galaxy hold the highest death toll in any movie? Oh, does it? Yeah, I think well, it does. not
0: not anymore. Mm-hmm. Oh, what, yeah, what took tr- it over. Good point. Su- or in- Infinity, Infinity War. War. Yeah.
3: yeah. Oh, fair enough. That's that's yeah. like, cheating. <laughs> that's cheating. Billions, <laughs> trillions. <laughs> sextillions uh, not,
0: but yeah it's i think he has a skill in his past movies pre-guardians of doing violent dark comedies that are actually still genuinely funny
2: yeah mm-hmm.
1: if if i was gonna pick out what kind of movie like what dc movie i wanted james Gunn to do it would have been a suicide squad movie. so a hundred percent I think you, but we, we either talk, that or Doom Patrol, but yeah, Doom Patrol is about to be a absolutely. TV show. And uh, like we said earlier, Harley and I—I I think Will Smith is there. There's a lot there that he can do. That uh, some of the best parts, or the best parts in Suicide Squad, in my opinion, were Harley. And then some of that stuff with uh, the uh, him and Batman, I thought was really, really good too. So you give him more stuff like that, and actually make him uh, let him be Will Smith. Why not? I think it could work really, really well. Um, so yeah. Mm-hmm. Speaking of
0: dark comedies, Venom has come out recently, and I know personally I wasn't expecting much from it, but I was pleasantly surprised when I saw it. It held or it has the new October opening weekend record with eighty million dollars domestic. It made two hundred five million dollars worldwide on its opening weekend. To date, we're looking at about 145 million domestic and 380 million worldwide. I'd say that's a decent hit for Sony who has had problems planning Mm -hmm. and launching their Spider-Man vs. without Spider-Man. Yeah. And I know, I thought, because by the look of all the trailers and the look of all the marketing, and we're not gonna get. We're not gonna do too much spoilery talk about Venom because I think only Bill and I have seen it on this call. Mm-hmm. That and might be
3: true.
2: I've not seen it. Mm.
3: Have you seen it, David? Um, it, I'm sound like I might be able to see it this weekend.
2: See, okay. It. At the
0: at time of recording, yeah. only Bill and I, Bill and I have seen it, so we're not gonna go and do like a breakdown of it. But it is just interesting because I feel like it has been incredibly mismarketed, mm-hmm. and it's a lot more fun than any of the trailers mm-hmm. and even clips they uploaded made it seem. Well,
1: and and before they, the I was kind of cautiously optimistic about it, um, but like the tr- the first trailer just it looked bad like just straight up look bad
0: it looked like a turd it, it did. In, the in the wind, wind.
1: exactly but <laughs> I, you know and, and i said this like two or three weeks before the movie came out they want that clip where like he's first becoming like venom and like they're those guards are attacking him and there was like a funny line i was like wait but do more of that that's working really really well and that's like what it was so mm-hmm. I, and like I said in my review for Funkhauser you should go read Funkhauser and uh, yes you Marvel should and, yes and you should read uh, my it's... other review bad times at the El Royale uh, it's a little
0: little shameless plug but anyway um you you should also read there's a nice article about who is Captain Marvel in case you don't uh, know everyone knows there's who, there's who is Captain Marvel is we're good I, I, think, <laughs> I think it's something that we should all
3: be aware of damn it Bill <laughs> starting shameless plugs Cups. shameless plugs come at the end of the podcast Bill <laughs> um but
1: anyway I, I forgot what I was talking about, but... <laughs> you said like you said on
3: your review. Um, Which you part my review <laughs> shit? Review of a Venom. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Come on, you dunce cat. Ugh, I just think that it was... Uh,
1: so many people had made up their minds before they went to see it that they kind of just didn't give it a, a, a fair chance at all. And I feel like it just it worked really, really well for me. It, it's not like there's obvious like plot points and plot holes that are huge and like yes. kind of make it where if you weren't having fun where you'd be like, eh, maybe this is, this, this isn't very, very, this isn't very good at all. But it, for me, like it, I went to see it in, uh, I was up in my aunt's farm in Wisconsin. I had to go to Freeport, <laughs> Illinois, which is about an hour away to go see it. and, <laughs> I was like expecting the worst and I went with my girlfriend and like, we were slowly like throughout the entire thing. Like she kept on, we kept on nudging each other. Like this, this is pretty good. Like, is, is this good? Like we kept on like making sure
2: that we weren't just like making it up. Mm-hmm. So it, it, I was pleasantly surprised. I'll freely admit I thought it was going to be garbage. I mean, like mm-hmm. I would, I, you, I would not have gone to see it at all in the theaters and I still mm-hmm. might not, but, um, or might, but I was definitely not going to because I thought it looked terrible. And so yeah. when all, when everybody I trust started saying otherwise, I was very surprised.
0: And I, It's interesting where you say like people kind of already had their minds made up about it because it is a 31% on Rotten Tomatoes mm-hmm. right now with an average rating of 4.5 out of mm-hmm. 10, but an audience score of 88%.
1: It is just as good, if not better, than like... Some of the, like it's better than Thor: The Dark World. It's better than yes. any Thor movie besides Ragnarok. Besides
0: Ragnarok, yes. it's better
1: than the Hulk movie. It's better. I'm, I'm. It's. I like Iron Man three, but I, I've heard people say it's better than Iron Man three. But
0: it's better than Iron Man two. Yeah. Oh,
1: absolutely. So it, it's. It. I just. I don't understand where the the hate came from for it. Like they just. They clearly made up their mind. They didn't go in with an open mind, and I think that's why you're seeing. You're kind of seeing the opposite of the Last Jedi, where like. The critics love that movie, but then some of the audience didn't like it as much and then like Bill, th- let, let's not get started on that
2: again. I'm so, let, okay. <laughs> yeah, this <laughs> entire <laughs> <laughs> podcast, you guys. God build by the Star Wars. It's really fun though when a movie exceeds expectations. And yeah. it's frustrating when a movie exceeds expectations and yet you know that it's the expect the prior expectations are stacked against it. And I'll tell you mm. I'll tell you a perfect example of a movie like that for me. And it's on Netflix right now, and I just watched it again the other night, and remember how much I loved it. Is Scott Pilgrim versus the World, which mm-hmm. is oh, hell that, yeah. which that is, is a movie, that, which is a movie that like I think no one knew what to do with, no one knew really what it was or, or or how to package it, and so it just fell through the cracks. And it's a fantastic movie. Yep.
3: Oh yeah, that's on Netflix now. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm gonna be watching Scott it this Pilgrim. Week. If you want one of the
0: coolest looking and just one of the coolest period comic book movies Scott Pilgrim versus the world is fantastic especially
1: if you're a video game fan because I'm a huge Legend of Zelda fan and like there are Mm -hmm. so many little references and easter eggs to like not just Zelda but like every kind of famous video games that I grew up with and that everybody else did so I mean it's fantastic that's a really good call
0: it's got such a good it's like got such good cinematography and such a unique style it's just Mm -hmm.
2: Would you guys like to know uh, something? It, I, it, it, I uh, you guys talk often about things I have no idea what they are, <laughs> and uh-huh. things you've read. I have read. That was one thing I have under my belt. I read all this book, the Scott Pilgrim books.
3: Really, yeah, nice. Every one of them. I haven't even done that. Nope. One really good thing about Scott Pilgrim, you can see Captain America get his ass kicked.
2: Oh yeah, it's true. <laughs> That's... And Superman. And Captain yeah. Marvel. And Max from Russia. And Captain Marvel, yeah.
0: <laughs> Man. Well, Man. Captain Marvel is in there, but I, I don't think she gets into a fight. And Anne
2: a- and from Arrested Development. Her? <laughs> yeah.
0: No, but Scott, Scott Pilgrim is great. Yeah. I will say, though, this sudden burst of confidence for Sony has led them. To now, they seem to be pushing forward on increasing their villain verse or mm-hmm. something. I don't know if they have a name for it. Uh, they have already they'd already pre Venom announced a Morbius the Living Vampire um, movie starring everyone's favorite actor Jared Leto.
2: Are you serious? <sighs> I just don't
1: understand why they don't let like do the exact same thing they're doing with Marvel. You let the uh, let Marvel use all these villains then do the same kind of contract you have with them for Spider-Man. You're going to make a ton of money either way. And they're going you're going to have much better movies overall if you let Marvel do what they do. I just think that as much as I like Venom and I kind of would like to see Tom Hardy as Eddie Brock and Venom in the MCU at some point, I I just I don't understand what what they're they, they, I don't I know they want to make money, but at the same time it, it, you can't have some of these villains without Spider-Man. Like that's the the hero that made them famous Mm -hmm. was spider-man
0: especially with the other one that's been talked about which is a craven the hunter movie Mm -hmm. and the there's a guy who's working on the screenplay for that and he flat out said it's like oh it's all about him hunting spider-man and like if there's one thing they've kind of made clear is like these will all be movies that don't feature spider-man and so i'm just like you might want to check before you say something like that yeah
1: Well, and they ran into that with uh, when Homecoming was coming out, where Amy Pascal would say one thing on the Sony side, and then Kevin Feige would say something on the Marvel side, and Mm -hmm. it just there's no communication there whatsoever. And I think Sony's just kind of doing whatever they want, and
3: just I don't know. I, I just I don't know how they make this work. Actually, I'm not very clear on the Sony Marvel contract. Can Tom Holland go star in a Sony movie?
0: Yeah, well, technically, all these Spider-Man solo films are Sony movies. Mm -hmm. Marvel produces them, but I think Mm -hmm. all the profits, unless it goes over a certain amount, go to Sony. Sony has Um, all
1: the rights to the characters, because I think whenever 20 or 30 years ago, when Marvel was going bankrupt,
3: they bought the mm -hmm. rights to the characters. Uh, Yeah, I know that backstory. I I just didn't know the contract deal between Marvel and Sony Mm -hmm. for Spider-Man.
0: I think it's like Marvel produces all their movies, but... Like, or Marvel produces all these Spider-Man movies and I think they don't get anything unless it goes over a certain amount. But there is still a caveat in there where they can get a portion of the profits and obviously they get profits from whenever Spider-Man appears in one of their movies. However, like, this Venom one would be just Sony. There would be no caveats in there for that this money has to go to Marvel. It would just be this money is sony's which is why they've hinted at this beforehand of doing even a sinister six kind of movie with all those villains and this would be their way to kind of have a piece of the superhero market that's still just sony
3: but what about like a uh, toy sales does, if they have a tom holland toy spider-man does that go to sony or marvel that I'm not sure of because that's part of the deal breaker. While they're not giving all the villains up, mm-hmm.
0: I would imagine those might go to Sony.
3: If it goes to Sony, then I I agree. Like, why didn't they just let Marvel have all the villains and say, "Yeah, we'll just make money off of you guys"?
1: Mm-hmm. I don't know. Daniel, do you think there's like because we've both seen it? Do you think there's a world that we like where at some point, uh? Venom and Spider-Man go up each against each other in an MCU movie. Do you think that that'll be that could possibly be a, a Spider-Man three or whatever?
0: Not this Venom. Mm-hmm. I got a very distinct feel for this Venom that because he's not, they've changed the origin a bit, so he's not obsessed with Spider-Man. He has no particular reason to go after Spider-Man. Like that's the weird thing. like this venom, I don't see crossing over well with a Tom Holland. So Spider-Man. you don't think that
1: like they could team up to take on Carnage, or they could do anything like that? Because uh, at the end of the movie, maybe. At
0: but the- at, at the same time, he's kind of even an anti antihero, mm-hmm. so I'm not sure he would want to team up to take down anyone.
2: Okay, I got gotcha. you. I got gotcha. you. I'll tell you guys. It, it's tr- I- I'll tell you guys this much: you lost me at jared leto as a vampire <laughs> yeah i can think of nothing more exhausting sounding than watching jared leto play a sexy vampire for two hours mm. that sounds awful <laughs> awful i can't wait to see what his tattoo says for morbius yeah.
1: sexy vampire and jared-, jared leto in the same <laughs> sentence like gave me like I, physical pain. i only say i always
2: say that because i looked up this morbius <laughs> character He's not a particularly <laughs> sexy vampire, but you know that's how Jared Leto is going to play him.: Yeah, yeah. The, there's no way they're not going.: <laughs> Yeah, exactly.:
0: No, yeah. oh yeah. Jared Leto will be a very attractive vampire.: <laughs> By the way, who if, cares Jared if Jared Leto has anything <laughs> yeah. to say about it,:
1: I can understand why you would want to do like Craven and Venom and all these other kind of well-known Spider-Man villains. Eh. I could see, I understand. Who the hell is Morbius? I had to, like like Chris was just saying, See, honestly, I had to look up who Morbius was. I had no idea who that was.
0: Here's the thing, because honestly, I would say Morbius works better than Craven, mm. Because Morbius, at least, he was another anti-hero, but tended to honestly lean more hero side. Mm-hmm. And he had adventures that were <laughs> separate than Spider-Man.
1: So Sexy Vampire is easier to sell than Hunter, got it.
3: Yeah, he Yeah, yes. Twilight teach you nothing. But here, well but I, here's the I thing I didn't watch Twilight, David. Here did I. But, well I take that back, I did, uh, but not by choice. <laughs> here, uh, but here's the thing,
0: Bill. Craven, like you're like, oh, but Craven's this cool hunter guy, but you're not watching him chase after the only prey we've ever cared about, Craven going after. Mm. Like, the because theoretically all of these would be movies without Spider Man. Mm-hmm. And I don't think Craven works without Spider-Man. Now,
1: what if they did this? What if, like, they, they, they say that Spider-Man's coming, that he's going to hunt Spider-Man. What if it, they bring back Andrew Garfield? That
0: could be interesting.
3: I, Why not Tobey Maguire?
1: I'll tell you. Because <laughs> Tobey Maguire is 45 years old. He was 30 when he was playing an 18-year-old
2: spider or a 16-year-old Spider-Man. So <laughs> I, I have, <laughs> I'll tell you a villain who's going to be great is Mysterio. Yeah. yeah. But, but yeah. what if what if they have a Toby I'm Maguire excited.
3: Craven hunting a Andrew Garfield Spider-Man?
1: Oh. That, I could
3: maybe see meta. that. That's, that would, t-
1: that's too meta.
3: <laughs> Wait, Toby
0: Maguire as the Russian Hunter Craven? <laughs> yes, exactly. Who wears a lion pelt? Perfect. <laughs> Do it. That's oh. Uh, they are also in talks for the same thing. There is a Silver Sable movie and a Black Cat movie. Though I think mm. there is also talk they will just kind of merge those together into a movie, a Black and Silver
1: movie. Once again, they are giving like full-on origin slash or whatever kind of movies to characters that have always kind of been in the background. So yes. I, I just... Oh,
0: I can do you one better than that. There's talk of a Jackpot movie. I literally have no idea who that is. Okay, does anyone in this call besides me know who Jackpot is? I'm assuming a pot named Jack. (laughs) No. Jackpot is, if memory serves, because I've only ever read one thing she's been in, she's like sort of a vigilante... Who just like it, I think it's just like she's lucky, and the
3: main thing uh, I a remember discount or she's Domino. Yeah, Discount Domino.
0: Yeah, she's she is less interesting Domino, mainly known because when she first appeared, it was at the time where it's like Spider Man had forgotten, had been forced through mystical means to like forget his old life, so he didn't remember Mary Jane Watson or anything. And she looked like Mary Jane Watson. And so it's like it sold comics because people were like, oh, they're making Mary Jane Watson a superhero. Turned out she wasn't that. <laughs> but like she has barely appeared in anything. Apparently she was two different people at some point. I just Sony just needs
3: to stop. That would have been hilarious if Mary Jane Watson became like just stopped being married to Spider Man and just became super lucky. That for some reason sounds hilarious to me.
1: What company sits inside a, ro- a boardroom, comes up with story ideas, and think that an Aunt May solo movie is a great idea?
0: I think I have also heard that kicking around. Oh my that gosh. they,
1: yeah, uh, that, I but think but that like now, when the Amazing what it, what Spider-Man But what happens in era an Aunt May Super
3: superhero Sony? movie where she seduces Doc Ock? No, <laughs> absolutely no. Wait, is it?
1: Wait, is it Marissa Tomei? Because if it's Marissa Tomei, I could see. So that wait, working. so an
2: Aunt, an Aunt May movie starring Marissa Tomei is basically a Nora Ephron yeah. movie, right? Yeah. It's like yeah, exactly. it's like an attractive fifty-something lady starting her second act in life. You know, <laughs> that's
1: fantastic. I will say. Okay, never mind. I'm an idiot. Let's do
0: that. Okay, so here's the thing. Based on the points you made, there are actually a few examples in comics that could work like that for hot name movie. Stop it, stop it, stop it. We're- <laughs> None of them are good. I'm not saying any of these are good stories. But you did, she was married to Doc Ock for a while in the comics. <laughs> <laughs> and by the way, she He's was kidding. married to a post-supervillain Doc Ock, where he claimed he was now like on the straight and narrow, only then he later, of course, wasn't. So, like, you can look up the cover online of when they got married, and, like, they're in the chapel, and he has all the extra robot arms and everything.
2: We can't resist that bowl haircut. You can't <laughs> you
0: can't. Just can't that is that bowl haircut is to die for. <laughs> there is also a comic called Trouble from early two thousands, I think, where it was a the adventures of a young Aunt May, and it's like it was her and she was friends with uh, Doc Ock. No, she was friends with. Peter's mom, and it was about them meeting, like Ben Parker and Ben Parker's brother, who would go on to marry, um, Aunt May's friend and be Peter's dad. Mm. I'm blanking on Peter's parents' names because they're so what, fairly irrelevant. So what I'm getting out of this Parker. is an
3: Aunt May rom
0: com. <laughs>
2: <Basically.
0: laughs> yes, except in that one, they at Diane one point Keaton. hit. Yeah. <laughs> At that one where they were younger, they kind of hinted at the fact that because she had an affair with Peter's dad, and there were always hints that perhaps she might have been his biological mother. Oh,
3: I didn't need the, that. No, oh, no I don't one need did. That. That's why that
0: comic, like, I mean, is kind of treated as oh dumb. My God. What
3: wouldn't she know if she was Peter's biological mother? <laughs> I mean, there was this nine-month it... F- she kept
0: it, like, hot, hidden from him, I think is the idea, but then that doesn't even make
3: sense as to why, and it's... Did just, Peter's mom just, like, Oh, we also have a baby? I guess I was pregnant the past nine months. <laughs> Did not even fucking
0: question it. I, I think it was left by something, like, it's due to time of conception, it could have been either Ben or Peter's dad. Gross. Jesus. But, no, it was, it was dumb. Like, there are really? some terrible Aunt <laughs> May solo stories, which is why, like, the whole idea of an Aunt May solo film is really dumb.
1: Let's just- almost
0: as dumb as a jackpot solo
1: film. <laughs> I'd almost rather see jackpot at this point, good god.
0: <laughs> she at least does, like, super heroics occasionally. Jesus can we just, Christ. Can we just
3: count the mailman just do a domino film?
0: I'm, I am 100% on board for a domino film. It, it would be a good jackpot film.
1: As we've seen, I mean, it's, it is very cinematic.
0: <laughs> it, is, it is quite
1: cinematic.
3: <laughs> How can luck be cinematic? That's so stupid.
1: Thank you, Ryan Reynolds. We appreciate that. <laughs> All right.
0: Now, before we wrap up on this topic, if you had to give one Spider-Man character, hero, or villain... A side movie, either origin story or just side adventure, that could not feature Spider-Man. Who do you go with?
1: That's so hard because, like, there's so many of them are so, like, integral, like, Spider-Man's an integral part of it. So, uh, I guess. Oh, 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 no, it's already pretty much done. Doc Ock, (laughs) maybe?
3: Or maybe a, a Norman Osborn movie? I don't know. God, I, I'll yeah like see, just a, my first imagination would have been Wilson Fisk, but that but Daredevil season Ooh. one would have been kind of or he did that. Ooh, he's and Daredevil
0: season three is going to continue to explore that.
3: so Vincent D'Onofrio was so good as Kingpin, so yeah, he's really. Like about, good. Oh, what about Carnage? I can see that. Like, like I can see Carnage. Oh, you might wanna, I, I, I figure Carnage well, was going to be the next step after Venom. Well, maybe you should, you should, should, yeah, you, should yeah, maybe, you know. <laughs> Maybe see the but, movie? Maybe. But <laughs> by that, re- their reactions, I'm assuming Carnage is somewhere yeah, in it, Possibly like the end credits <laughs> or something like that. I don't know where you're getting that idea. No. But
2: um, We're I don't, sa- I don't know, guys. Sandman, you could do that. Oh, yeah. I actually like. An,
1: I hate Spider Man 3, but like Thomas Hayden Church is a good job as Sandman in that, and I think that that could work okay. not It wouldn't be a great movie. I could movie, see that. It, like, I could see them doing that.
0: I literally saw a headline where the person who I was going to pick apparently is also planned for one of these movies and that's Silk.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Have they put a, a name to Craven yet or uh, no. an actor? Okay. Gotcha.
0: No, it's I think they just have a writer attached and I can't remember who the writer is. Okay. Cool. Um spider yeah, Silk Spider I'm on board for Spider-Man. Into ham. the
1: Spider-Verse yes. looks so good. Into the Spider Verse. Oh my god, it looks so I'm yeah. looking
0: forward to
3: that so hard. Me too, me too. But just do a Spider Ham mm-hmm. film.
0: Yeah, <laughs> the Spider Ham solo film.
3: Perfect. See, like
0: Silk would make sense because Silk just is a slightly different Spider Man.
1: Spider Woman. She,
0: she is. Well, she's someone who was actually Jessica Drew. Spider Woman would be a very interesting movie. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. But Silk was. Someone who was bitten by the same spider that bit Peter, but her powers developed differently.
3: And uh, her her and Peter get really horny around each other. That is
0: a thing in the comics, yes. (laughs) Terrific. Great. She's an interesting character, but they added that into the comics, and it just makes it awkward every single time. What I got out
3: of it is, if you need a wife, have a spider bite you, then bite her
0: or radioactive that's real love more than anything
3: every time
0: that's what I've been doing (laughs) wrong all these years (laughs) is that
3: how you got your wife David (laughs) there's no other reason why she would marry me Mm -hmm. (laughs) hey give yourself more credit or or don't uh, I don't care Bill you haven't met me in person I am not very bright (laughs) Neither am I. It's fun. <laughs> I I go by I go by my humor alone, and I'm not really good at that either. Well, let's move on. Is, is it time? Is it, uh, is, all is right. It
0: time? Is it time? Because we have Bill here, <laughs> we have to have at least one Star Wars topic. Oh, me, that's that's contractually.
1: Oh, what? This is such a surprise. <laughs>
0: So, Star Wars, there's there have been a bunch of stories, but I'm really interested in, we got a title and some set photos and a bit of a plot synopsis for the John Favreau Star Wars series that we've been hearing about. It's going to be exclusive to D- Disney's streaming service, and it is called The Mandalorian. First of all, if you don't know what a Mandalorian is, it's Boba Fett. Or nah. Jango no, no,
1: no, 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 no! Hold on, hold on! Whoa, well, whoa, whoa! well, you just sir. offended Bill. <sighs> no, no, no! Okay. Man, okay, Django and Boba Fett are not technically Mandalorian. They've just—I uh, they- thought at least Jango pretended- was. Nope. Okay, nope. he, he just, just claimed he to be stole. Because- yeah, exactly. he stole the armor. He okay. stole exactly. He is not Mandalorian, but. It, uh, part of the reason that Mandalorians are so are so popular is because of Boba Fett and because of Django, which is I, I think it's a nice little yes. kind of like nod to like, hey, these guys aren't really are really Mandalorian, but continue.
0: It's but yeah, that's where that kind of armor style comes from. Mm-hmm. It's a warrior race in the Star Wars universe. They basically their entire planet is built on war. It was recently explored more in Star Wars Rebels because one of the main characters was Sabine Wren who was Mandalorian and they had a bunch of adventures there and got more involved in the planet it also was in Star Wars Clone Wars it was mentioned a lot and they have and however this is supposedly set on I think the outer rim Yeah because the uh,
1: the, the I think in the synopsis it said something like the newer yeah. pu- it's far yeah. I, yeah Yeah I
0: have the synopsis right here uh, the Mandalorian is set after the fall of the Empire and before the emergence of the First Order. The series follows the travails of a lone gunfighter in the outer reaches of the galaxy far from the authority of the New Republic.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I That makes sense because when, uh, I think during the premiere of Solo, Favreau actually, like, he gave something away that he was, I don't think he was supposed to, where he said, like, <laughs> Yeah, this this takes place my show takes place like 6 years after uh Yavin and like people were like got confused at first thinking that was like right after uh Return of the Jedi but no it's it's 2 years after uh after Return of the Jedi. So it, it's it, it, man, I did not care about Mandalorians until like the Clone Wars and uh Rebels because they did Dave Filoni did such a good job of really exploring that mythos and he's actually like He's directing, I think, two episodes. Like, he's, uh, he's is di- he? Yeah, they uh, announced some of the directors that, that-, that could lead to. Because another
0: theory that's been going around is where the the plot synopsis is very gender neutral. Mm-hmm. It's just oh, there's some there's a lone gunfighter going around. So some people are thinking like, well, it could be that they're trying to avoid a controversy, and maybe mm-hmm. they're going with like a female. I, I th- lead. I'd be then, okay
1: with that. I think that's that's oh, yeah, that'd I'm, be
0: really I'm, really cool. I th- I'm perfectly fine. With, a lot of people are thinking then maybe it's Sabine I, Wren no, who was no. from Rebels, but he has his own project. Dave mm-hmm. Filoni has his own project airing right now on Disney Resistance. XD. Right? It's, it's
1: yeah. It's it's the first three episodes are out. It's it's very it's it's good. Uh, it's not for like it's not marketed towards like people our age, but it's definitely more on the kid kind of uh it's more kid friendly than the last couple of uh of series but it's it's good but um and I, I don't know i once again i think that there's another show like that takes place like after rebels where they ended at the end of that series because there's just i don't think you you uh end on such a cliffhanger like that and then not use it in another series if it's the main I, I don't think this mandalorian is sabine just because like they in rebels mm-hmm. they've made it like such a big deal that all her armor is very like she's very artistic and she paints it and, and she changes. And this it. is
0: very brown yeah. armor.
1: And I don't know if you do you or remember that brown that old game that that got canceled, but Star Wars Thirteen Thirteen. I be- I that rings a bell. So there was a game in development that was about that was about Boba Fett, and it takes place in the underworld of Coruscant on level thirteen thirteen, which is like the very very like lower. uh lower part of Coruscant and they Mm -hmm. did like concept art from that game and then like compared it to the what we got here and it's like identical so they're definitely taking uh, inspiration from different like unused concepts that they've had and even like Favreau the past couple of days is like the when our first introduction of Boba Fett was in the the Christmas special that gun that he had they have like an actual like a prop of that exact same gun Oh, from nice! The Christmas. So it, it's nice to see little things like that.
0: I will say, I think part of it is, and I don't honestly think it's Sabine because I think Dave Filoni would not let someone else tell yeah. that story. He put so much into it; he'll be like, "I'll I'll be the one to finish this." Who knows, Bill? Maybe he'll just mm-hmm. wait till the ten year anniversary of Star yeah. Wars Rebels well, and then actually finish it up.
1: Well, <laughs> they actually they they announced like when they uh, the Star Wars officially announced it, like the site they announced a couple of directors. Uh, that will that are gonna do some episodes. I think there's eight to ten episodes, and okay. so we've got Dave Filoni. Um, he's directing the first episode. Uh, we've got not Favreau. Not uh, I don't think so. No, I think he's mm. just writing and uh, executive producing it. So I I'm, I'm okay with that. Deborah mm. Chow, who is from Jessica Jones. I'm gonna destroy this uh, his name, but uh, Rick Famuya. He did the movie Dope. If you ever saw that, that's okay. a great movie yeah, you should check out. Movie. Yeah, Bryce Dallas Howard from yeah, the Braun Howard's daughter. She's been in Jurassic World, all that. And it's, this was like the one that ever got people kind of shocked. Taika Waititi, who did oh, Ragnarok, hell yeah. who is directing mm-hmm. an episode. So hell
0: in, yeah, Taika Waititi. Yeah.
1: So there's some great, great talent uh, and and diverse talent. Like because in the
0: actually when they were talking about the potential a spin off Boba Fett movie. Taika Waititi was yeah. the first name that sprung to mind for so me. So
1: that makes a lot of sense. And uh, when uh, a couple months ago, uh, Star Wars Twitter, like in, and I deservedly so, criticized Lucasfilm uh, after they announced like the Benioff and Weiss trilogy and Ryan Johnson's trilogy, and asked for more uh, diverse kind of directors. And this kind of, it's not like a movie, but we're get you're getting closer to that, where you have, mm-hmm. let's see, how many, three different you have. Three different people of color and Bryce and, and a woman directing. So mm-hmm. I think that that was kind of like when that came out, people were kind of like, oh, thank you, finally. So I think that's because we've had kind of the same kind of uh, representation in it. And now they're bringing different voices and different kind of people to do it, which is really mm-hmm. exciting to see.
0: And I will say, one thing that has me excited is the idea is, I think, very rev- reminiscent to like almost a space western. Yeah. Mm. And, like, even some of the... Even, like, the promo photos that have come out, it's like... It looks like Mandalorian walking through a empty town. Mm-hmm. And you could just kind of be like, that looks kind of cool. Yeah. And it, it just has kind of the whole, oh, the stranger has come into town... Yeah. vibe to it. And, I mean, I loved Firefly, and that was basically a space western, so...
1: Mm. Who would you, like... in? I kind of they, there were uh, there were rumors for a while that Pedro Pascal the guy from uh Game of Throne uh, Game of Thrones Was he and, Oberon uh, I said who
2: I he was know.
1: maybe I I I'm on the 3rd mm. season of Game of Thrones so I don't know um but that he was the Mandalorian but uh, his agent denied that so I, I don't know who it is it could be somebody completely brand new I've tried to like it, I'm looking at the picture right now And I'm trying to look through the little, like, glass in the helmet to see if I can get, like, a little bit of a... a
0: Nope, no idea. idea. Uh, Zero idea. Yeah, they're they're keeping very quiet on who the Mandalorian is. Mm -hmm. Or anything, casting-wise, for the show. The only thing I found was that some people were saying... Werner Herzog. Yeah. <laughs> might do narration for it. I'd be okay with that. I, I'm fine with it, but like that's the closest I found to casting. is mm-hmm. they're just like, well, it might be Werner Herzog.
1: Well, th- they've already they've got who it is. They've got everybody cast already. Oh, yeah. and I, I, I it's just not public yet. Got, I, and I, I there was also a rumor that Taika Waititi may be playing a droid of some sort. Oh so. yes. Hey, my name is Gorg, and uh, my name is R2-D2, and uh, I'm kind of the chef the around here. <laughs> my, my name is Borg. My name is Borg. And I just... My name um, is Borg. My name is Borg. I just
0: want to assimilate you real fast. <laughs> yeah,
1: so um, there's... I don't think we'll see anything... We definitely won't see a trailer until Celebration, and that's in April.
0: Yeah, because the service doesn't even launch till next year, I yeah, think. Yeah,
1: I think in November, December, right when the last... Uh, not the last, <laughs> when uh, episode nine comes Move out. on, Bill. I'm move sorry. On. <laughs> I'm sorry. But, um, yeah, we'll see. And I wouldn't be surprised if... Oh God, I know, I you guys hate me. If we got a, a name reveal for episode nine... In January, or if they're gonna do the same thing they did with the, when the Force Awakens came out, uh, with since it's the same director with JJ, if they did something similar in uh, closer to Thanksgiving, where they like just showed the title and then maybe a little teaser. It's a year they, away, but then I think it's a little. They different, might. But, well,
0: Disney has a big property movie out this uh, Christmas time anyway mm-hmm. with Mary Poppins Returns. They could put something before that. That'll, I, that would be a big audience.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I, I think it's more likely we'll get it, because when the last one came out, it was in, at the end of January, so I think that's probably more when you're going to get the title for that, and then probably see stuff for The Mandalorian, like more pictures and casting stuff. We may get casting stuff in December, but I'd, I'd see a, a first kind of look more like, like kind of like an entertainment weekly spread in like February, probably.
0: Probably. Uh, And I will say, I think the other thing to remember is, like, we don't even have some key details about the Disney streaming service, so they'll get some of that stuff out there before they go, like, don't you want to see the Mandalorian? (laughs) (laughs) They'll at least be like, okay, this is, like, how much it costs. Mm
2: -hmm. Do you think that that. Disney streaming service will add some uh, R-rated content? And I don't say like I don't I'm not, I'm not saying dirty content but I'm mm. saying like but I'm saying like stuff like like you remember Touchstone was a Disney imprint they did Down, Down by the Hills and mm. a bunch of r rated uh-huh. movies in like the 80s and 90s do you think that they will add some content like that eventually probably but I think uh
1: Bob Iger has said that like at be at the beginning it's going to be more kind of quote unquote family friendly even though I mean you're with 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 something like the Mandalorian, you're going to get something not like super violent, but you're going to get something very kind of not gritty, Mm -hmm. but like darker than your average star kind of in the vein of rogue one, because rogue one is kind of a a solemn, like dark, it's rogue one's
2: almost so dark. It's not fun to watch. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Like,
1: well, it, it begins with
2: one of
0: your heroes killing an injured man so that he can escape. mm -hmm. Like it's, when when I hear about people talking about how a certain Star Wars movie that I'm not going to mention by name uh, d- was the first to actually show the war side of it, I remember Rogue One and go, "I think you're wrong."
1: Oh, are you talking about the Last Jedi? I don't know what movie you're okay. talking about. Bill, I got you. I got you. Oh, you're, you're thinking of Star Wars Episode Eight, The Last Jedi, directed by Ryan Johnson?
0: No, I was thinking produced the by, battle- by Ram Bergman. I- No, I was thinking of Star Wars Battle of Endor. Oh, gotcha. The Ewok movie.
1: (laughs) Yub nub, gotcha. We're on the same page.
3: (laughs) I was talking about Les Jedi.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I'm on board for a cool space western in the Star Wars universe. And I'm hoping that that's what this turns out to be. Yeah, me too. Anyone else have anything to add?
2: Solo is really good. <laughs> Solo is very good. Uh, I told you, my I told you, my uh, nine-year-old son. who was eight when we saw it. Said that Solo is his favorite Star Wars movie.
3: It good. Yes. All, all Solo did is prove that Han Solo actually can't fly, <laughs> and that he shot first. Spoilers, but I mean, we already knew that. That one, that <laughs> was not a spoiler. He always shot first. <laughs> Depends on which cut of the movie. Shut get. up, no. <laughs> you don't you get you lost speaking privileges. Go go that's, sit in the corner. That's, <laughs> that's I have to wrap the show. I can't just go, go sit in the corner. Sit in the corner. This show's it's, ending. It's
0: sort of like it's sort of like asking someone what the real ending of Clue is.
3: Never seen it's it. It's always Mr. Green. You, Mr. Green's. What? what? Whoa! Stop,
2: stop, okay, stop, 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 stop. Did I, just lose, did, I just, did I just lose my? Oh privileges? man! I've never, oh, all uh, right. Let me see if that's on Netflix. It's okay. on something right now. I saw it recently. Uh, it has uh, to be on something. Okay.
3: Usually, I'm on board on Bash and Bill, but I kind of have to agree with him. I've never seen it either.
2: What? What? Oh man! What? When did you this? Guys... Be-
1: when did Clue become iconic? I didn't. When I didn't, did Clue no become idea.
2: iconic? Clue has always been iconic. Clue is fantastic. Yeah, it's and great. Clue is one of the most quotable comedies in history. If, really? Yo, oh, God, yes. Yo, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's amazing. It is so funny. I'll
1: check it out. I'll check it out. Let me see what it's on.
2: It is on I'll, Hulu, it looks like. Oh, really? Okay. Look I'll on, watch that tonight then. Um, I'll look it on Netflix. Let's see here. By the way, Mighty Python on... just got added to. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. Got it, got it added like to Netflix. Oh, hell
0: yeah. Looks yes. like it on Amazon. Yeah.
2: This is your singing television. Oh man, you guys gotta watch Clue. Clue, watch Clue is
0: fantastic. Yeah.
2: Like, Clue is well, I, I uh... realize we're building it up and insane them out, but I'm telling you, it is it is really one of the iconic movies the, of my youth. Like a hundred percent. I loved it. Okay. Loved it, loved it. And it when that, there, but but the, the reason why Daniel's saying that is because when they did Clue, and this is really it this was really kind of ingenuitive at the time, they had three different endings to the movie and depending on where you were in the country was what you, what ending you saw to the movies. That's amazing. They
0: sent different, they sent different endings to each theater. Uh, if you watch it on streaming or on DVD, they have compiled all the endings and it's kind (laughs) of a, it's kind of like, it's kind of a, like here's how it might have happened, or here's how yeah. it might have happened, but this is how it really happened. And, and so,
2: for example, like I know the ending I saw. It's probably the same one Daniel saw, but I know what the best ending is because I've seen all three. And there's Jeez. one, there, and yes. there's one that's that's way better than the other two.
0: Yes, yeah. the 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 one that they even say is kind of like, but this is what really happened. That's the best.
2: Well, you ending. You gotta minutes. watch it now, tonight. You guys gotta tonight? watch it tonight. It, okay, it's if, great. If, okay,
3: Chris. If one of those endings, Mr. Green's not the killer, I hate the movie.
2: <laughs> no comments. Uh, you will love. No you will comment. love it. My real the real question is, is: is it Venom good?
1: Yeah,
0: oh, oh. Hun, it's better, <laughs> Bill. It's better. It's funny that Venom- it's
2: funny that you 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 guys have never really thought of clue as being iconic i think of it as like one of the I, no i, I think, think of it as, as being one of the biggest cult comedies of all time probably
0: i wow. i think it's one of tim curry's best performances yeah.
2: and martin Mull, uh, uh <laughs> tim christopher tim curry's in it. christopher lloyd Lewis. christopher lloyd martin moe michael mckeon eileen brennan yeah. uh madeline Kahn. Mad- oh, it's fantastic
3: wow. if tim curry's in this i'm on board Oh, oh yeah. no, t- Tim Curry is basically the Nigel stock.
1: Thornberry's it's, in it? I'm done. It's I'm my favorite I'm Tim Curry, Curry performance.
0: But, by, by the way, Chris, do you want me to make you mad real quick? Yes. Because I saw this as I was looking it up. Clue, 59% on Rotten Tomatoes. Ha, that ha. makes it a rotten score. That's crazy. All these people are wrong. That's crazy.
2: All these people are wrong. Everyone I know quotes it all the time. Like, all mm. the time.
3: Well, you do know me, and I don't quit at all. That's so fuck true. You.
2: That's true. You have lowered the average. <laughs> we have found yeah. two people. That's crazy. You, you I, I, I'm really yeah, perplexed I, that you guys are are not aware of like the cult of the Clue movie. Oh, really?
3: You, oh, you want me to? Do you on, want like, me to this, blow like, your mind?
2: World? Yes. I've never seen Matrix. I hated the Matrix. Wait, I, I, I I hated those movies. You should watch
0: at least the first one, David. You're not missing anything, David. You're fine.
2: Whenever whenever
3: I say that, that blows everyone's mind. I've never seen a Matrix movie. You're better better off.
0: (laughs) Frankly, I'm amazed you made it through a year of rooming with me, sort of, and we
3: didn't get through. We d- I didn't show you Clue or The Matrix. <laughs> because we were too busy watching terrible sci-fi movies and doing our own riff tracks on them. You
1: guys and did watching a, Doctor Who. You did riff tracks on all the terrible I mean, sci-fi well, movies?
0: Okay. That's amazing. I, I have a collection and a love <laughs> of terrible sci-fi movies, mm-hmm. and so we would watch them and make fun of them. Go watch Birdemic Shock and Terror if you've never seen it.
3: Have you seen CinemaSense Birdemic? Yes. That is unbelievable. If you if you ever watch CinemaSense to me, their Birdemic episode is the best episode.
0: Damn.
2: (laughs) That's high praise. Yeah. Man, I'm gonna go watch Clue tonight. I was gonna watch (laughs) I've been watching Haunting of Hill House, which I think is fantastic on Netflix. But I think I'm into Clue I think I'm into Clue tonight. I think I my whistle has been wedded
1: I might watch Clue as well. I'm gonna watch it just so you guys won't make fun of me anymore. I'm not boy. gonna watch it so just to be the outcast. <laughs> David will not watch
0: good movies just so <laughs> he does take a stick. <laughs> I don't I don't wanna I don't wanna be the hipster. Retweet.
3: See, I don't wanna be the hipster. I wanna be the asshole. <laughs>
0: Look, wa- watch it you could watch it with your wife and she would
3: probably also enjoy it. I don't know, it. she's picky about movies.
2: Listen, it's, don't don't work clue up too much. It's basically a series of great lines and great, perfectly written jokes. Like right Daniel? Yes. I mean, like that's really what it is. Yeah.
1: So it's Anchorman. It, it's,
2: no, it's different. It's like just extremely well written jokes. Like it's a very, it's like joke, 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 one after another, and they're they're almost all really great. I mean, yeah.
3: But my wife's the type of person that as soon as Halloween gets over. All she watches is Hallmark. That's why I'm glad <laughs> I we don't. That's why I'm glad we don't have cable
2: anymore. Are you gonna watch uh, "Haunting of Hill House," David, before uh, Hallmark season starts? It's really, it's really interesting, and I don't mind telling you, a little bit scary. The
1: haunting of House. The haunting I, of I, Hill House. <laughs> Okay, I watch, watch that Thrill
3: House, <laughs> <laughs> Bill House, Bill. Yay! I like that. I watch that, Big and fan. I was also interested in that podcast. Double D mentioned in his tweets one time. Oh yes, uh, I was going to give them a shout out, and now's as good time as any since we're in the Halloween
0: season. Spooky if you're looking season. for, if you're looking for sort of, it's like a horror, it, ghost story, cool. It's well done, uh narrative podcast. Uh, some friends of mine have just started one called Olive Hill.:
2: I ran against them in track, I think that's a high <laughs> school in uh, vansburg <laughs>
0: But it is about two there's like a thirty second teaser that you can listen to, and it's about like two women who just kind of by some mysterious force one day sort of get up and go walking into the daniel boone national forest and just kind of disappear and this is what happened to them it's a cool kind of idea and they're releasing there's seven episodes in all i think they're releasing two at a time with the last one planned to come out halloween week Hmm. Nice. nice give them a listen
1: okay absolutely will do will do
0: And I think that'll wrap us up from here. We're going, I guess, going to go watch Clue Mm -hmm. uh, now. Except David, who's just being, you know, antagonistic. Uh, David, since since you just want to be the villain here, do you have anything
3: to plug? (laughs) Nothing at all. I guess just follow my Twitter because I don't post shit. Yeah, go follow the at the
0: David Hood, and then never see him post anything. <laughs> the only thing
3: I post is just retweets of the <laughs> whenever you launch an episode. <laughs> <laughs> and I think I have retweeted uh, this guy walking through the league a couple times, hey, but uh, but up? that's about all I do. I don't hey. I don't tweet shit. <laughs> All right. all right, Bill, tell
0: us more about uh, this Skywalking Through the League and your other plugs.
3: You guys
1: can find me on my other, well, not the other, my podcast, uh, Skywalking Through the League with my friend Trey. We talk Star Wars and we try to mix a little basketball in at the end or whenever. Uh, but yeah, we uh, have a lot of fun there. We try, to, we try our best to make the two work because, plot twist, they're two very, very different things <laughs> that you wouldn't think go together at all but we make it work. So catch us over there on uh, you can follow us on uh, on Twitter at skywalking TL and you can find us on iTunes and uh, if you have Androids you can find us on the Google Play Store or at skywalking through the league. Uh, follow me on Twitter at Star Wars Bill and uh, check me out on Funkhauser when I I've reviewed Venom, Bad Times of the Yellow Royale, I'll have uh, some Netflix recommendations for you guys pretty soon and I think a Halloween review, the new Halloween nice. that's coming out. Uh, so uh, check that out and look out
2: for uh, look for that,
0: Christopher Tomlin, good sir. What would you like to plug? Yes,
2: you can uh, catch me on the hazard situation. Uh, I don't think we're gonna be a pull, pull one out this week, but next week for sure. It is a podcast where uh, I tried to counterbalance all of the uh, the opinions Lee Cruz has, uh, so that we don't get in huge trouble um, by his archaic. His archaic views (laughs) of society. Uh, And we talk a lot about movies, TV, comedy, uh, music, uh, what have you. We hit about, I don't know, Daniel, you've listened, we hit about, what, 49,000 topics per episode?
0: It is, if you want to see what a podcast by stream of consciousness sounds like, it's a great example of it. Like, if you think we get on tangents, yeah, just trust yeah. me, there, that is nothing. You know, as,
1: as someone who watched Lee Cruz as a kid when he, before he went to school every morning, <laughs> it's, it's a little weird. It's a little, honestly, it's a little weird, but next time you're in for Hey Kentucky, please tell Lee
0: that I want to see his face <laughs> as he thinks about how long he's been on TV. Oh, oh, lovely! <laughs> oh, that's a lot of fun, and also you could check Chris out through—he's uh, the editor of the Funkhouser blog yes. on Kentucky Sports Radio.
2: It's a lot of fun, and we have some special people writing for it now. Two of the two of which are on this very podcast. So glad to have you guys aboard, and hopefully we you will be joined by some other great writers soon. Sweet. Thank you, thank you.
0: I didn't think I was special. Well, yeah, you are. <laughs> 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 and you can follow me at daniel Dunstan. check out hey kentucky if you have any interest in anything going on in kentucky oh, it's a show we work on <laughs> and i wrote a, my first funkhauser article recently of a longer form piece on who exactly is captain marvel so if you want a refresher or don't have any idea and that movie's coming out,
3: I've got your back. Hey, when am I gonna do a funk house report?
2: Anytime you want, buddy.
3: I'm not good at writing. <laughs>
2: okay. I received my invitation. Nope. <laughs> never mind. It is <laughs> never mind. It is an endeavor based on writing. So I will uh, <laughs> yeah.
3: w- they are written articles. Double <laughs> w- w- can <laughs> vouch for me, I'm not good at writing.
0: <laughs> I mean I didn't want to say it on podcast, but if you're going to, I will confirm. <laughs> There were a lot of computer science classes where documentation were where your grade <laughs> ran into problems, yeah. whereas the whereas code working is where my grade ran into problems. <laughs> Together, we we made a super team. <laughs> Together, we could maybe make a functional program. Yeah. <laughs> Go Java. All right, and please uh, rate and review us on iTunes. It helps us out and, you know, makes me feel good, which is nice. Uh, Thank you all for listening, and as always, see you, nerds.